Welcome back. This is the Confident Collective Podcast, and we are your hosts. I'm Ryan. And I'm Christina. We are curb models, content creators, and some would even say comedians. We started the Confident Collective Podcast to help you live your most confident life by sharing our stories and sitting down with experts to talk about, well, life. We chat sex, dating, business, relationships, and so much more. We hope you love this episode, so let's get into it. Hey, welcome back. Hi, Christina. Hey. Why are you laughing? Hey. Do you know what I think of? How many different ways can we welcome the podcast every week? We're on, this is 139 episodes of me saying, hey. What's up, bitches? What's up? (laughs) Hi. I know. Oh, my God. How are you doing, Ray? I'm doing good. Actually, no, I think I'm in my flop era. <laughs> I'm really confused because all I keep seeing is like, Leo's like, this is going to be your luckiest summer yet. Like, get ready. This is amazing. And I'm like, mm, okay, like what's happening? I'm like waiting for my lucky summer to come. I don't know. I just feel like I've been in like a little bit of a funk. I, I, I don't know. I'm just feel like I'm kind of in my flop era. Like nothing in my life is like really thriving right now. That is the craziest thing I've ever heard because I feel like you are thriving on another level. Wait, no. Yeah. What? I think... Well, unless you're, like, only thinking about, like, your flop era romantically. But I feel like you're crushing it in your life. Like My romantic life is flopping? Well, according to you. I don't (laughs) think so. First of all, summer's not over yet. And second of all, I feel like you just moved to New York City. You're exploring it. Like, you can't, like, expect to all of a sudden, like, be in this, like, crazy relationship. You're meeting all these new friends. You're having fun. I don't know. Well, I'm not even saying my flop era is about dating at all. I think I did have a weird like funk the other day about dating, but honestly, I'm just like, eh, whatever with that. But I just feel like I'm just really thinking a lot about career stuff. And, and you know what it is? I think I have this bad tendency of going a million miles a minute. Like the last few months, I was traveling every single week doing all of this stuff. And this month has been like a little bit slower. And I think maybe I just need to get used to being okay in the slowness. And you know what? Our summer did kick off amazing. Like with the pool party, that was incredible. Like a career highlight, life highlight. That was incredible. So you know what? Maybe I am jumping too soon to my flop era, but I do just kind of feel like that. I'm just going to funk. And you know when you like call your parents and they're like, sounds sad. And I'm like, well, okay. Well, if you say that, I am sad. I don't know. I'm just kind of like in a weird place. But other than that, I'm fine. (laughs) Well, listen, if there's anyone who can relate more, it's me because I'm like in the floppiest flop era right now. You think you're in your flop era? Why? I honestly just feel so lost right now with every single thing. And I don't know if it's just like postpartum and I'm just dealing with that. And I'm trying to be like really kind to myself. But oh my gosh, I literally am having an identity crisis. I don't even think I'm in a flop era. I just don't know who I am anymore or what I want to do with my life. And it and it feels flippity floppity. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it sounds like we're in the same thing. Like what's going on with us? I don't know. You know what? With this, I always feel like this is like moments of growth. You're in your comfort zone. And so it's like when you need to grow and when bigger things are coming. So I always feel like when you're feeling like this, there's always going to be a shift into like the next season of not your flop era. 
Do you know what I mean? Like that's on the horizon for us. Yes, I actually really do believe that. And that's why I don't want to say I'm in my flop era because I don't think so. Like I see so much for myself still and I'm like, okay, that's just like right there. Like I could just almost reach it. But for some reason, I feel like I'm stagnant and unable to get anything done. And I think that's honestly just like me dealing with my own thing, like having babies and stuff like that. Yeah, I feel like I can barely get stuff done and I am just myself. I can't imagine adding two kids to the mix. So give yourself a little a little credit. Yes, yes, I'm trying to. But I do agree like good things are on the horizon and I feel like you need to have some of these feelings to like make changes for yourself because otherwise you're, you're too comfortable and growth doesn't come in comfortability. I agree. So get ready. Fall is going to be insane. Watch out. Watch out, Ray and Christina. Out. We'll be coming out of our flop eras and we'll be like, you guys will be like, holy shit, these girls are on fire. Okay. I need to know about your haunted house. What's happening? Okay. It is so crazy. It is so freaking crazy. I've shared a little bit on social media, but I guess I'll just like tell the story here as well. Obviously, you know about the whole experience about Steve's dad that I shared on the podcast last year. Now, randomly, in the past couple weeks, oh my gosh, I have, I have something else I have to tell you about too. I didn't even tell you. Okay. <sighs> okay. So in the past couple weeks, things have been bugging out in my place. The TV all of a sudden would stop working and then just turn on, stop working, just turn on. We're like, what the yeah. heck is going on? Then one time, Nicholas has like this Buzz Lightyear bubble machine that randomly just started turning on like by itself in the living room. Like you have to press a button for it to turn on. Like it was so weird. Then Steve was putting Nicholas to sleep one night. The lights were dim in his room. And all of a sudden the lights shot super bright and stayed bright like that. And Steve Nicholas was like, oh, mama, turn the lights on. And I wasn't there. I didn't turn the lights on. It was the weirdest thing. Like the lights just turned on by themselves. Then the other day, I was sitting on the couch and we have this new toy for Christian that's like a little seat with like a little keyboard. And all of a sudden, the lights are going on. And as I was telling the story of what was happening, the lights were getting more and more aggressive. They were, stop, turn on, stop, turn on. I, I was like, if you watch my TikTok about this, like I have tears in it because I couldn't believe what was happening. And it wasn't even like just one button that you could be like, oh, maybe got water in it. It was all of a sudden, then two would start, then three. Like it was as if someone was like playing the piano. It was freaky as hell. I recorded some of it and I sent it to my neighbor who's the medium who like had the whole convo with Steve's dad. And I actually haven't gotten in touch with her yet. Steve ended up speaking to her about it because I kept missing her. And I was like, is Steve's dad back? Like, what does he want? And she was like, that's not Steve's dad. That's a man. You don't know him. And it's not good energy. I don't know what he's doing there. She was like, I don't know if he's trying to like push you guys out of there, like what's happening, but the weirdest thing ever, and this is like, I didn't even think about this until afterwards, was that when I spoke to Julia, and I don't know if I said this on the podcast before I told you, she saw a man. There's this guy here with you. And I was like, what? And I was like, oh, and you did not tell me this. I didn't tell you this because I didn't even think about it until after this other medium said this. She was like, there is some man here with you. And I was like, really? And like, she didn't talk too much about it. She didn't know that much about it. And then towards the end, we went back to it. And I was like, oh, it's probably Steve's dad. And she's like, no, it's not Steve's dad. She feels like it, she's like, it feels like a little bit more distant. It's definitely coming from you though. She's like, I don't know, maybe it's like an uncle or something. And I was like, I had no idea who this person could be. And she said he had a mustache. And I was like, what the heck is happening? So I emailed Julia. I haven't heard back from her yet, but I was like, I need more info on this person that you saw because I'm like freaking out. 
So I don't know what's going on. And then I, Tiffany, our, the medium, was like, you need to sage your place, open up the doors and be like, you, there's no place here for you. Like, leave. And that apparently, like, spirits leave like that. But then I shared some of this and people were like, you're Greek Orthodox. We don't believe in this stuff. Just have some holy water. You'll be fine. And I was like, oh. And then weirdly, I was like, am I overthinking everything? Is this like in my head? And so now I'm just trying to be like, forget it all. It's fine. Like nothing crazy has happened since then. But like these are things like I have on video that have been occurring and it's been super, super freaky. So I need to get to the bottom of like who this guy is and I need to sage my place and get him out. Yeah, just get him out. Who cares if you're Greek Orthodox and don't believe it? It's fine. Nothing will hurt you. Just sage it to cover your bases. Right, right. Exactly. I need to do that. But how weird, right? That's really freaky. I mean, I saw the video. And then the missing link is Nicholas. Nicholas keeps joking about ghosts and telling stories about ghosts. Dude, kids know things. Kids see things that we don't see. It's so weird. We don't talk about ghosts. We don't talk about ghosts. That's not a funny thing like that we do. He doesn't watch Casper. He doesn't watch anything with ghosts. And it's not like he's like scared of the ghosts, but he'll actually he has to be like, oh, I'm scared of the ghosts. But it's always like funny. And he's playing about it. He'll be like, oh, look, the ghost is driving the car. Christina, I'm sorry. I'm freaked the fuck out. I'm freaked out. I don't like this at all. I think you need to move. I think just come to the East Coast and get rid of everything. What? How crazy, right? That's really freaky. So anyways, that's been like a major life update that's honestly been like consuming a lot of my time and energy because it's weird. And then actually last night I was doing the dishes and I kept feeling like I was seeing something and I was like, no, stop it. You're bugging out. You're bugging out. So now at this point, I'm buying stage on my way home today. I think that probably something is going on, but now you're also probably hyper aware and freaking yourself out. Totally. Combination. I think so too. That's freaky. I'm freaked out. Anyway, what are you obsessing over this week? Let's change topic. Okay. Well, on a positive note, something I've been obsessing over is, okay, so we were like, we put Nicholas into school, right? And it was something that we were so nervous about. And he is so happy. I am not even kidding you. He like skips down the hall to get there. He's like, I'm so excited. I'm going to school. It is the cutest thing I've ever experienced. And I'm just like obsessed with his happiness and like that journey for us as a family, because I feel like as parents, we'll be so many different stages of this, right? Of letting your kid do something different, like watching them grow. And I'm excited to be on this journey and obsessed with like actually trusting myself that we made the right decision. So did he at any point like was like, no, I don't want to fucking go to this? Never. Not one single time. He'll like be like, bye, mama. Give us a hug and a kiss. He loves it. I told you like when we were walking up the other day, he's like, you hear that? And I was like, no, what is it? And it was like little like kids voices. He's like, that's my friends. Oh my God. He's going to be a socialite. Just It's just the best, best feeling. And yeah, like knowing that you mean a good decision and the right decision and just trusting yourself just feels so good. So I have a kid in school now and I love it. Wow. So so that is something that I'm obsessed with. What about you? I've been obsessing over Love Island UK and it actually really, it really pisses me off that we don't watch the same reality TV. I know. Because I feel like we could really get into this and have a great dialogue about it. But listen, I haven't gotten to the housewives. You haven't gotten to Love Island UK. Like, what are we going to do? But I do want to talk about it for a minute. So last night, which when this airs, it'll be like last week. They announced the winner. So I was watching on Hulu, which is like behind. Mm -hmm. But basically, I I think that this season has actually been such a good season. 
arguably, I think, one of the best seasons since, like, season five. Okay? Season five was amazing. It was, like, with Maura. She's incredible. But I'm going to share my my favorite couple. So I really love Tyreek and Ella. And this is anyone who's listening. I'm not going to spoil. Well, you'll probably know by now if who wins, whatever. So if you actually care, there will be spoilers here. Skip ahead. I really love Tyreek and Ella. They're some of my favorites. I think that Mitch and Ella are a fake couple. I don't think it's real. I do not know how Ella did not automatically get the ick after watching Mitch and his behavior at the award show that they did. I was sick to my stomach. I was like, this is the most annoying man I've ever seen in my entire life. What did he do? Basically, this guy, Mitch, I don't know how he gets away with what they call him messy Mitch. He literally will lie to people's faces and then people are like, oh my God, it's just Mitch. I'm like, how are the guys still friends with him? Like, he straight up just lies and does things like talk shit about people and then people find out and then they're just like fine with it. I'm like, this is actually crazy to me. Like, it's crazy to me. Um, I was very surprised that Sammy and Jess won. I really thought Whitney and Lockham were going to win. And I love Lockham so much. Like, he is my dream man. I want to marry him. He's amazing. And I do think him and Whitney should have won. I have a quick question. I have a I have a viewer's question. How do people choose who win? Like who who chooses? The people vote. Oh, so the the British public votes on this. The British public vote, but do you think on reality TVs when there's voting involved that that even matters? Or do producers just say that there's voting and then they just pick? I don't know. I I, I can see it go both ways. I've I've questioned this before as well. I know. I'm kind of like, do they actually take into account to the vote? I don't. Th- I feel like they just like. I feel like they tell the public that it's the vote, but it's really not. Why? Because you think it's, you believe so strongly that the other couple should have won. And you feel like the general public has the same consensus. Yeah. Interesting. And then sometimes like, like on the show, they'll have to like, the public have been voting and this is their least favorite couple. And sometimes I'm like, oh, did that, is that really true? Or is that just like, they're doing that for the drama? The drama. Probably the drama. They got a show to run. You know what I mean? The producers are like not fucking around. They're like, we got shit to do. For sure. So anyway, now I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. That Love Island UK is over. But it's actually going to be a good, great break because it's a big commitment. It's such a big commitment. That's why I can't get into it. But wait, have you been watching the U.S. version? No. Have you? No. I was going to say, if you've been watching the U.S. version, I'm going to lose my mind. No, I just can't. I can't. I know that they really stepped it up, but I just think the U.S. version is so lame in comparison. It's the worst of all of them. It's like UK is the best. Australia is the second best. U.S. is third by a mile. Why? Is it just not as funny, racy? Is the cast not as good? Because it's the same concept, right? It's the same concept, but a lot of the things like I love about the U.K. version, especially when I first started watching it, is like the chat. Yeah, can I pull you for a chat? Oh, I just want to put all my eggs in one basket. Oh, yeah. It's like the cultural thing, too, whereas like watching Americans, it's just like kind of boring. Hmm. Maybe they've stepped it up. I mean, I'll tell you what. Like, it looks like they have really stepped it up with their marketing budget for Love Island U.S. Like, oh, I wish you were on that. That that campaign. I know, but I don't really talk about publicly my love for Love Island. True. It's more just like a hobby I like to keep for myself. Well. <laughs> but no, I should start talking about it so I get invited to the villa. Yeah, exactly. You know what you really should watch, though? And I know you're not into Housewives. And you keep saying I'm into Housewives. I don't watch the Housewives. I only watch Vanderpump Rules. FYI, I would like that to be made I clear. I swear you watch the Housewives. I don't. I don't. I, I listen to sometimes like podcasts about them because I like to just keep up with like the commentary. But I don't. Mm. I used to maybe a little bit more. Um, but I'm just obsessed with Vanderpump. But 
I did start watching the new Housewives of New York City with a whole new cast. It's good. And it's actually really, really good. Like Jenna Lyons is on it. Sai, who's a content creator, is on it. It's really good. Okay, maybe I'll watch that as my background TV show. I think that should be your background TV show because it takes place in New York City. It's like a younger cast. It's fun. Like, I feel like you could relate to it, especially to Sai. And then we could talk about it. Okay, done. I mean, now that Love Island UK is over, I don't have any excuse. So, And it's one episode a week, so you got this. Oh, my God. Done. I'm so there. What do you watch it on? Peacock or Bravo. Okay, perfect. No idea where I can watch that, but I'll figure it out. <laughs> Get Peacock. It's like $4.99 a month and worth it. Well, Netflix is kicking everybody off your family's Netflix, so my subscription payment is going up. What the hell? Wait, actually, it is insane how much, if you really look at how much you're paying for all the streamers, how crazy it is. No, you're like, oh, this one's just $4.99. But then by the end of it, you're like paying $50 for like all of these streaming things. And isn't Netflix like $16 or something? I've never paid for Netflix. I've been on my dad's this whole time. But now I guess they're slowly rolling out, like kicking people off if you're not the primary person. Oh, how can they? How? If you have the password, how can they check that? I don't know. And again, people, I know we don't always fact check. I haven't fact checked this. (laughs) I heard. (laughs) This is what I last heard. So I'm calling bluff. I'm sorry. Your dad could be traveling. He could be in Brooklyn right now. As long as you have that password and login, I think you should be fine. Okay. Well, who I was swear I was talking to someone where they're like, yeah, it happened. I got kicked off. Really? Like, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they can't. I'm sure they're they're saying they're going to be doing that, but I just wonder how how they are actually going to logistically. It's Netflix. They can do whatever they want. I was going to look at that, look it up and fact check myself, but we don't have time. Let's get into today's episode. Okay. Well, because. We're already kind of on brand. Today, we are doing a little pop culture roundup. So, Ray, first of all, have you seen Barbie? Of course. Okay. What did you think of it? I really liked it. I feel like it was a movie that, like, I didn't know what to expect because everyone was, like, in all the interviews and, like, promo. You know, they didn't give that much. And in interviews, the cast would be like, oh, you know, this is, like, for everybody. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's not what you expect. So, I really didn't know what to expect. But I really loved it. I did cry. It was not what I expected, but I really liked it. What did you think? I loved it. I actually had no idea what to expect as well. And it wasn't that. But I thought it was so funny. It was actually like a really good entertaining movie. I definitely cried as well. And I was sitting next to my friend who has a little daughter. And like she was tearing up for half the end of the movie. And I was like, oh, like it really hits home. It really does. And also, I take back saying that, like, Ryan Gosling wasn't a good choice for Ken because I thought he was amazing. That's what I was just going to say. Like, I feel like when the casting came out, everyone was like, Ryan Gosling, like, what, what, what? He did such a good job. Like, he was so funny. He's hilarious. I was like, oh, my gosh. It just reminded me of, like, why everyone loves Ryan Gosling. He's so funny and so charming and everything... Yeah, he was amazing. And I also, like, had a hard time watching, like, Margot Robbie because she was so beautiful. Like, she's so stunning. Like, throughout the whole movie, I was like, how does someone look like that? She looked unreal. And I loved the outfits as well. Oh, my gosh. I don't know how you had a hard time. I love watching beautiful people, I've realized lately. Oh, no. Not a hard time. I'm, like, trying to be dramatic. Like, I, I, she I thoroughly is so, enjoyed. so stunning. Stunning. I love how she was stereotypical Barbie. Yeah. That was really funny to me, too. What do you think about all the negative commentary? So I've seen a few people's, like, takes on TikTok and stuff of people being like, 
Like one girl, she was a young, she's a young content creator. When I hear people's takes saying like, oh my God, this Barbie movie has like, is, is brainwashing people to hate men and like actually men have it like so bad, blah, blah, blah. I just think you completely missed the whole movie. And then one of the <laughs> girls, I just, it was not the Barbie like I expected. Like it wasn't the Barbie I grew up with. And like, how could Barbie not be in love with Ken was like her take on it. And I just was like, Wait, did everything in the movie just go, fly so far over your head? I just feel like the people that didn't get it were just so disconnected. Like, how do you explain it to them? Wait, what? I was talking to one girl, too. She was like, there was no plot. I was like, wait, what do you mean there was no plot? I don't know. I thoroughly enjoyed it and thought it was so funny. And I, I loved it. I agree. Today's episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I'm going to be honest with you, I've been feeling so lost lately. I don't know if it's the postpartum journey I'm on or if it's because I'm faced with so many tough choices lately, but I often question where I should be living and if I should be making a career pivot and if I'm making the right decisions as a parent. I'm trying to listen to my intuition and trust myself, but like anything else, trusting yourself takes practice and it's not always easy. Whether you're dealing with decisions around career, relationships, or anything else, Therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life, so you can move forward with confidence and excitement. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedules. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Confident Collective today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Confident Collective. Our next partner is AG1, the daily foundational nutrition supplement that supports whole body health. Okay, I have been so proud of my morning routine for the past month. Even though I've been in a funk, I have been really in my like health girl era, okay? I wake up, I get out of bed, I drink my AG1, and I do two full pages of free journaling, and then I go to the gym. And I cannot tell you how big of a difference this morning routine makes in my day. I feel like it just like sets me up for success. And I take AG1 because I want a single solution that supports my entire body and covers all of my nutritional bases every single day. I wanted better gut health, a boost in energy, and immune system support. And AG1 replaces your multivitamin, your probiotic, and more in one simple drinkable habit. It just makes it so easy. I love that I can start each day knowing that I'm doing something good for my body. Each serving of AG1 costs less than $3 a day, which in New York, a latte is like $8, so it's basically a steal. If you're looking for a simpler, effective investment for your health, try AG1 and get five free AG1 travel packs and a free one-year supply of vitamin D with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash cc. That's drinkag1.com slash cc to check it out. Have you kept up with the whole Ariana Grande storyline? Yes. What are your thoughts? It's pretty crazy. Um, I think that it's like, if all of this is true, that they were 
you know, not really hiding their relationship, all of this stuff. I'm like, Ariana, like he's married with a baby. Like, uh, not cool. Number one. Also, I don't know how to say this without being mean, but what? <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying without saying it? I know what you're saying. I'm like, wait, what? Okay. I guess love is love. But I think this is, honestly, I think this is making, this makes me be like Ariana, like maybe not a girl's girl. What do you think? I think it's so messed up. So messy. It's, Didn't his wife just have a baby? Yeah, I think so. And and even if they didn't have a baby, like they're still married. Obviously, like a lot of that falls on him. You know what I mean? Like he's the one who is in the relationship. But right. I mean, she was married as well. Um, and I guess like this isn't the first time this has happened. So I'm just confused. Wait, what do you I think she, I'm scared to say this because I don't have all my facts right. Um, oh my God, we got to start fact checking or not. No, I'm pretty sure Ariana Grande has been in other relationships where like with someone who has been married or has been in a relationship before. Mm-hmm. See, I do think like, obviously I don't want to put all the blame on Ariana as the woman, but I do feel like women, we got to like stick together. Like girl code here. Like, yes, obviously he's in the wrong. He was in the partnership. He was in that. But it's also, I do think the other person, she knew. It's not like she didn't know. I think that's a different story. If she didn't know that you're like, that he was married. Okay, fine. That's all on him. But I do think she takes some responsibility here. And it's so interesting to see her loyal fans on Twitter. Oh, what are they saying? Oh my gosh. She like can do no wrong. She can do no wrong, but I think it's so messy. So they're like, they have like come out like they are in an exclusive relationship now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw this one video that was like, she was this girl was like, I just had to check out Ariana's new man. And it's like a clip of him playing SpongeBob on Broadway. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. It was so funny. And then it was the sound was like, that's your man. That's him. You know that TikTok? That's your man. Really? And it was like, ooh, Ari, what is going on here? I don't know. And have you seen the <laughs> videos comparing him to her brother? No. Does he look like her brother? Yeah, a lot. Really? Yeah, you have to look him up. Look up Frankie Grande. Oh, my god! I bet you there's like a, a side. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That is wild. I know. Okay. I see it. They have a side-by-side photo. Everyone listen. Of course they have a side-by-side photo as soon as you Google. As you're listening right now, I'm going to need you to put up a side. Google Ariana Grande brother and a side-by-side photo of him and her new man is up. And that is, I think therapists should weigh in here on what's going on. <laughs> wow. I know. It's pretty crazy. By the way, the guy is Ethan Slater. That's his name, right? Ethan Slater. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, I do not. I've never seen this man in my life. I need to look at him as SpongeBob. Dude, you need to look up Ethan Slater's SpongeBob. It is, if that, did, how that did not give Ariana the ick, I'll never <laughs> No, I'm going to die. (laughs) Oh, my God. Are you seeing it? Yeah. Do you think that movie sets just create this environment where these actors are so lonely or, like, maybe so with each other all the time and so intimate because of their setting that this happens? Because I feel like it's a common theme. Sometimes when I leave a movie, I kind of feel like I'm the character. 
you know what I'm saying? Like you leave a movie and you kind of like take on that. Mm -hmm. If you're an actor playing that, I just feel like there is, there's no way that the lines aren't getting blurred. So I feel like you're, you're mentally playing this character who's falling in love with this person. Like I do think that is real. I think that blurs into things. And also, yeah, you're, like, spending every day with someone. And, like, similar to, like, reality TV, you're, you're thinking about this person. If you were in a different circumstance, you wouldn't fall in love with them or have feelings for them. But I absolutely think that's the case. I don't think this would happen if they weren't working together. Okay, I, I had to check. Okay, so his character, Bach, has a crush on Glinda, who she's playing with. So I guess that makes sense. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I don't have got to say, this guy must have some serious, like, Riz factor. To be getting BD energy. Oh, his poor wife. I hope she's doing okay. Honestly, girl, better things to come for you for sure. Yeah. And also, you know, Ariana Grande was married too, right? Oh, yeah. Wasn't she married to like, like last last week it came out that they were getting divorced? Yeah. Who was she married to? She was married to this real estate agent. And when we sold the house in the Palisades, the agent that we used was friends with him. And I just remember like this whole big thing. He's like, oh, yeah, one of my agents is marrying Ariana Grande. And then I think they moved to like Santa Barbara or Montecito together. Wow. And so they've been married for like almost three years. It was a COVID marriage, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also- Not that those aren't real though. Uh, Questionable. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, Ariana, I've been seeing some red flags here, girlfriend. Another pop culture thing that I've been seeing everywhere. Did you see Cardi B throw the mic at the girl in the audience? I did. Oh my God. Okay. What? There's just so much for me to unpack here. It was in Vegas, right? Yeah. I saw another clip that came out that this is what we need to figure out if it was said before or after. But in another clip, it was Cardi saying, oh, throw water on me because it was like so hot or something. I did not see that. Right. So in the comments, people are like, wait, was this before or after, before or after? And then someone threw water on her and she was like kind of laughing and ah. And so what we need to figure out and piece together is if that happened before, then I think, what the hell? If that happened after, she was like trying to make a joke of it. Okay, fair. But that's what we got to get to the bottom too that hasn't been figured out yet. Okay, well, what do you think about throwing the mic in general? Because it is like a a very aggressive move. If you're on stage and someone throws... Someone threw a phone at, like, B.B. Rex's head. No, it actually is crazy. Like, people are kind of getting violent and just, like, out of control in the audience. Like, why are you doing that? Like, you're, you're there to see someone. Right. Like, if you love this person and you're, like, seeing them perform, like, why the fuck are you throwing stuff at them on stage? Yeah, I Whether think it's crazy. I'm like, what? And I get maybe it was just, like, a, a reaction. Like, someone f- threw something at you. You just throw whatever in your hand. Back, yeah. It was pretty funny. The thud of the microphone was really funny. I know. I was like... Ooh, it's wild. But I do really feel like this is a common theme that keeps happening. People like throwing stuff on stage. And then wait, did you see the the whole Miranda Lambert situation? Oh my God, where she kicked someone out of the concert for taking a selfie. I don't know if she kicked them out, but she definitely like yelled at them and called them out for taking a selfie and stopped singing. I think that's wrong. Yeah, I think so too. I think that's weird. I'm like, Miranda, what the hell are you doing? Like, People are paying to come see you. If they want to take a selfie and record themselves singing the entire concert, they should do that. I know. But then I guess like I could see as a performer, it is upsetting or it is at least at the very least distracting, right? If like someone is on their phone or doing something and you're performing and you're like, hello, aren't you here to see me? Like pay attention. But at the same time, like they paid to come see you. So let them do whatever the hell they want. 
fun. Like you're like, oh my God, what if you love Miranda and you're having so much fun and you want to like take a selfie with your friend? Like I 100% in that situation feel like Miranda was in the wrong. Yeah. But she doesn't give a fuck. She's Miranda Lambert. She's like, I literally don't care. She literally doesn't care. And I don't think Cardi cares either. I don't think Cardi cares either. But I'm like, do you think the girl can like sue Cardi or anything? Or like like if she got hit by the mic? I think so. Probably. I want to hear your opinions on the Alex Earl. I won't even call it a scandal, but making out with a 17-year-old in Montauk. And how basically it all came out. She was like saying that she found out when everybody else did that he was 17. I kind of believe her. I believe her too. Yeah. And I honestly like, okay, I don't really think it's that big of a deal. To be honest with you, I mean... How old is Alex Earl? She's 22, I think, or 23. Okay. I mean, I guess 17 is underage, so I get that. But weren't they all in a club together? Yeah, that's the thing. This actually happened to a friend of mine. We were at... (laughs) Alex Earl, just like us. But you meet (laughs) someone in a bar, and you're at a bar. You have to be 21 to get in. You don't even think to be like, oh, wait, how old are you? So, like, I kind of get it. She didn't know. It was actually at my little sister's bachelorette party. One of her friends, who she's my friend, too. We all were in this bar. She met this guy, this cowboy in Colorado, blah, blah, blah. We find out he's 18. Are you the- I think if you're in a bar, how are, how are you supposed to know? Why is there a 17-year-old there? Also, honestly, like, so I don't think it's that big of a deal unless he thinks it's a big deal and he's upset. And I don't think right. he's upset. I think he's loving it. He was loving it that night and he's loving it afterwards. He's thriving, okay? So, unless he felt in some way taken advantage of or like that things were inappropriate. That's like a different story, but it wasn't like that. I think that honestly, people just want something to hate on Alex Earl for and that's it. Yeah. This probably made his life making out with Alex Oh my God, are you kidding? (laughs) He's probably fucking living the life. His friends are probably thinking... This is this is the man. It's been interesting to watch how the whole situation has been handled because her PR team, like, right away put out an e-news article saying that, like, her and um, Braxton, who's Braxton. the football pl- player that she was dating, aren't exclusive to, like, try and negate, like, any negative attention there. Yeah. And then she's just been, like, answering it in the DMs, which I think is, like, pretty interesting. Like, making not making it a big deal, obviously. She's just so unbothered. Mm-hmm. She's just like, she really is just like a young girl partying in her 20s, like living her best life. She's just like, I'm dating this like famous football player, but like we're not exclude. Like, I just love it. I'm just like, she does not give a fuck. I love it too. We all need to have the Alex Earl energy. If anything, it's more embarrassing for Braxton than anyone else. I think it's so embarrassing. <laughs> right. Also, did you see the thing that uh, Sophia Culpo wrote on like one of her videos? Oh, about, like, how he's, like, a narcissist and stuff. Yeah, and that he'll, like, just love bomb you and everything. So I just love it that, like, it's like, no, actually, he can't do that to me. Yeah. Alex Rose, like, who? Braxton who? That guy I brought to that award show? Okay. (laughs) She's like, dude, I'm in in Montauk. I'm at Surf Lodge having the best time ever. I love it. Well, let us know if there's any pop culture stories that you want us to talk about next or DM us. We kind of like love just giving you our two cents on what is going on in the world. Pop culture wise, obviously. Yeah, pop culture wise. We'll give you our very educated and non-fact check opinion on everything, as you know. So as you know. (laughs) All right. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in today. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes on our website, theconfidentcollective.com and find us on Instagram at confidentcollective. 
And if you really loved what you heard, screenshot today's episode in the podcast app and share it in your stories. And don't forget to tag us.